Good morning. This is Yolanda with Can You See Me? Women, Leadership, and Race. I hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving holiday if you celebrate. Um, I know that the this season can be tough on so many of us, but it can also be a very joyous season. So, yeah, I just wanted to encourage all of you to find things that bring you joy outside of the things that cause you to spend money or, you know, to that make you feel bad. Just find those small things that bring you joy. So today, you know, I wanted to come on and talk about moving on and allowing others to move on. And what sparked me to think about this is the whole, um, uh, for those of you who may have been following the story, uh, Deion Sanders was a coach at Jackson State University, which is a historically black college and university. And he has now been offered a huge contract at another um, university, which is considered more mainstream. And I don't even, um, I don't, you know, pretend that I know everything about football and things like that. I do not at all. Um, but the story caught my eye because a lot of the things that were trending on social media about why he should stay, why he shouldn't stay, blah, blah, blah. And it actually made me think about how we hold people hostage to one thing. And how unfair is that to hold people hostage to one thing? Because there's this, um, you know, all of this talk, oh my gosh, he shouldn't leave. We need him at, ja you know, Jackson State needs him. The students need him, you know, and that could all be true. I always believe in two things being true at one time. That is possible. In this case, though, what I've really wanted to hone in on is stop holding people hostage to one thing and allow people to move on. And then in turn, you will have that same mentality because whatever Deion Sanders is doing to make this decision for him, whatever prompted him to do that, it's his decision. And I know that, you know, sometimes when we see people making big changes or they've been doing something for so long that we believe in, it's hard to see them outside of that. But who are we to hold people hostage and put them in a box? And so I thought about, like, where does all of that come from? And I believe it's oftentimes when, when we as individuals place that type of strain on other people, it's because we ourselves don't understand the process of change or we're not open to change or transformation. And so, you know, I just wanted to make sure that, you know, one, if you are in a place where you're unsure that you want to make a move because you're afraid what people are going to say and people are going to hold you back and they're going to judge you, Start to think about making your own transformation. Start to think about that you cannot afford to allow people to lock you into their box. It is not an easy thing to 
make a huge change. I am sure that Deion Sanders thought about this decision for quite some time. I am sure he may have went into his current position thinking about his next. And that is really important. None of us are meant to be in one place forever. That just does not, that's not realistic. And when the world keeps us bound to their expectations, then that's one of the reasons why a lot of people don't make changes or why a lot of people don't grow or they're afraid to fail because of judgment, right? Oh my gosh, they shouldn't have left. Now they see what happened. Oh my gosh, they shouldn't have made that change. Allow people to move on. And so the past few days, this has been really sitting in my spirit a lot. Like, why do we do this to people? Why do we create this persona or expectation of what we want them to be because it's comfortable for us, right? And so what I wanted to do during this episode is have us think about our own transformation, I remember reading this article and I came across these notes a few days ago from this article on Forbes about the eight stages of change and transformation. And I wanted to kind of, um, you know, give you some context around this in that what happens when people make change is that there is a huge process that you go through emotionally you know, people are going through a lot of different things when they decide to make a change or transformation, um, especially publicly. That's even harder. I don't even know how that feels to make a public transformation like that and have everyone scrutinize you um, as to what you should or should not be doing. And so I wanted to encourage you all and encourage all of us, including myself, to think about our own change and transformation and to think about how difficult it is to make change. And so when someone steps out and does something that is unexpected or something that is outside of the box that you have created for them, then start to think about of the process that they're going through so that we can give people more empathy as they make huge changes. And so I wanted to talk about these eight stages of career, um, of change related to your career, change related to life, whatever it is, everybody goes through different stages. And I believe that these eight stages can be, you know, intertwined. They could be circular where you're you're constantly going through it. And then you get to a final point where you're soaring through the change and moving forward. And so as we allow other people to move forward and to move on, and to release them from this box that we have created for them. Here are the eight stages of change and transformation that I want us to think about as people are making uh, big changes in their lives or even a small change. So one of the, the first stage that this article talked about was disengaging. And how when we first leave something or first walk away from something that we have to learn how to disentangle ourselves from it. Um, And so whether you 
kind of liked what you were doing or not like what you were doing, it is not easy. You know, I have talked about my po- in my podcast before about making a change from my job and not really understanding where that is headed. But at first, it was very unsettling and it still is really unsettling. So I am sure that for someone like Deion Sanders, yes, he's going to be making more money and things of that nature, but I am sure it is still very unsettling. You go through all of these conflicting emotions as you go through the disengagement process. Um, And there is a bit of grieving that happens, you know, like, oh my gosh, I miss this, I love this, or there is still a sense of loss, even if you did not like what you were doing, or, uh, and you can also relate disengagement and grief to divorce and, you know, or losing a friendship, things of that nature, or of course, losing a loved one. So people go through this transformation stage and the first stage is that disengagement. This is where, um, you are learning to disentangle yourselves from something and you're going through a bunch of conflicting emotions of something that no longer exists. Number two is disidentification. Now, this one, we put so much identification in what we do and our jobs or our titles or our parenting or our marriages, whatever it is we put. So our identification lies in that so much that oftentimes we don't know how to self-identify outside of those titles. So when someone can self-identify outside of their title, it looks foreign to us. So people go through the stage of first disengaging and then disidentifying themselves with something that was a part, a major part of their identity. So again, think about how tough that can be. Um, And so one, disengage to disidentification. So learning how to, you know, self-ID yourself and understand who you are outside of all of those titles. And then three is disorientation. Oh my gosh, y'all, I tell you, when I, somehow I came across these notes and I was like, oh, oh my, I actually go through that. Because during this stage of transformation, uh, we feel confused. And um, because we're looking for something else to replace it, and maybe it just hasn't happened yet. Um, Because we're so used to replacing something with another thing right away, instead of allowing it time for the universe to actually replace it with something else. So we're feeling very disoriented, anxious. Um, We're looking for clarity, like, oh my God, I need to have the answer right now. What is this going to? What is this becoming? Why did I do this? Um, And so it's this constant feeling of being in limbo and this state of unknowing, really. It is a part of transformation though. So disengagement, disidentification, disorientation. And then now we're at the part in the fourth stage of where we're letting go. And I'm condensing this, but during the letting go process, 
that's the time where we've gone through all of that, you know, detaching ourselves, dis uh, being, um, you know, disengaged, disidentification, all of these things that were so uncomfortable. And now we get to the point where we are learning how to let go of what was. And we begin to see more clearly of how we are moving forward. Not completely, but we begin to free ourselves from what was. That is so important because that's when you start to feel like you could take that breath. Okay. I may not be completely where I want to be, but now I can let go of what was instead of constantly holding on to that because that's what what was keeping us into in that state of being disoriented disorientated and confused. And so disoriented and confused, excuse me. It is early and I woke up passionate about this thing this morning. It was on my heart. Um, so so give me give me some grace on the other end there. So now we're at letting go and we're starting to be free and free ourselves from what was before. And we're feeling more fulfilling and satisfying and satisfied. And we realize that some of the patterns that we formed, and I went through this so I can really speak about this. I realized that some of the patterns that I formed for myself was very superficial and it kept me bound to things that were unhealthy for me. And so I learned how to let go and free myself from those things. But y'all, it is a constant thing on a daily basis to let go of something that was once a part of your life, right? Or a huge part of your life. So I don't want to pretend that it is an easy process, but once you begin to let go, it's almost like you're chugging up this hill and at the top of the hill is letting go, you know, like kind of midway up, you're at letting go. And as you continue to go up, then you're at the next stage of re-engagement. So now you have gone from disengagement, disidentification, disorientation, letting go. So you're halfway there. You're moving up. You're moving up. You're, you're freeing yourselves from all of those that old thinking and those patterns that held you down, the things that no longer serve us, right? And now we're getting to the point of the fifth part of the stage of of the stages of transformation. Now we're at re-engagement. We've had some time to learn how to adjust uh, from the loss that we have gone through of, of having that structure around us, whatever that structure was, um, we become, we begin to be more excited about, okay, yes, I'm working through this change. I can get through this. I can persevere through this. Um, and we are starting to feel more fulfilling and more joyful about what's possible in the future. And um, and then also during this this stage of well these two stages of letting go and re engagement what I see is that a lot of the inner work that is being done is starting to come on the outside so you do have to take some time to do your inner work and say to yourself you know what is this that's making me feel so 
dissatisfied? What is this that's making me feel so disoriented and confused? And so now that I have let go of all of that, what are those patterns? Now I can re-engage. And that re-engagement is going to look different for, for each of us because now we're going to get to the sweet spots into the discovery phase. So number six is discovery phase. We started to re-engage in number five, and now we're at the discovery phase, discovery stage. During this stage, I tell you, and I have been at this stage in many points in my life, and I probably couldn't articulate exactly what it was, but that is when I started to feel the most peace about whatever my decision was, about whatever the change was. I started to feel um, more like, you know, myself and really truly embracing possibilities and being able to um, forget about that old structure and be able to move forward and embrace what's ahead of me. So now I'm discovering more things. And here is one thing about this discovery stage that I found out too, is that you would, you may read need to rediscover some things that you loved prior to being in this pattern or this structure. What are some of those things that you love to do, whether it's in your career or in your personal life, whatever it is, you may have to, during the discovery stage, you will discover and explore things of who you are at a deeper level, but you may also rediscover some things that you love, you know, get out there and do some things, those small things that you enjoy, or, you know, what is it that you've been holding back on? What are those things that you love to do, but you didn't do it because you were afraid to break the mold and go through what Deion Sanders is going through now and get all that scrutiny, right? And so now we have re-engaged, we have, uh, we're in that discovery or rediscovering things that we loved, um, things about ourselves that we um, lost during that time of being in a place that we were maybe unhappy or maybe bound in a career that we were unhappy with. Whatever the case may be, we are now discovering things. And then we are at number seven, which is clarity, getting clear getting clear about where you are. You start to feel more engaged about what you're doing, about your decisions. You start to feel more alive about your decisions. Uh, you started to kind of clear out all of the cobwebs in your mind. And if you're anything like me during this clarity stage, you get clarity and then you're like, oh, is this really clear? Like, am I Am I at the right thing? You know, we always question ourselves, right? But stay in that space of clarity and getting that space of clarity because what happens there is so sweet. That is another sweet spot of where you're going to feel that peace and your ideas are going to come to you and thoughts are going to come to you where you'll be able to implement and act on those thoughts and those changes. So you're going to get clarity. And before I go to number eight, I just wanted to recap that what I what really sparked this is seeing the story and the scrutiny that Deion Sanders is coming under from making a change about his own life. And I wanted to come on here and encourage all of my listeners to think about 
what happens as we make these changes in these transformations in our lives. And so I'm going through the eight stages of change in transformation that I found in a Forbes article a long time ago. One is disengagement, where we become disengaged. Two is disidentification, where we have to now um, release ourselves from what was there in that structure that we identified with so much. And then disorientation, that's where we're feeling confused and disorientated and questioning more about ourselves. Um, but we're moving forward. We're still moving forward in the process of change and transformation because this helps us think about what people go through when they make changes in their lives and what we're going to go through when we make changes. And it also helps you think about to not be so afraid. You're going to go through these things, but as you begin, begin to move up that hill, at, now we're at number four of letting go, you start to feel better at, if you continue to persevere. And then now you're at the point of number five, re-engaging. And so now you start to re-engage into your life and into the possibilities, finding um, those things that are fulfilling, and then moving directly into the discovery or rediscovery process about who you are, what do you bring to the table? What is unique about you? What are the things that you love to do? And what are the things that you don't love? What gives you peace? What gets you out of the bed? What drives you to do what you do? And then in number seven, that's where your clarity comes up at. That's where clarity opens up and emerges in the process. And so remember I talked about the cobwebs that are in all of our brains. And so when that clarity comes, you feel clearer about anything and you're like, yes, okay, I can find a way. It's almost like being in this, in this, um, in this forest and you can't find your way through the trees. And then all of a sudden you see a glimpse of light of in a path just opening up in that forest, just opening up for you where you can walk through and you can actually see through it. And then now number eight, this is the stage about bringing it all together, all of your new insights, your knowledge and your experiences and to create a new reality for yourself. This is the integration stage. This is where we're seeing clear, we know what we're capable of and the things that held us back before are no longer gonna hold us back or we know how to recognize them and we can fight through them. And there is no time frame. You know, a lot of times we want, I want this sometimes too, this picture perfect time frame. Okay, I'll be in this for three months and then I'll be in this stage for three months. That is all up to the individual. Walking away from something or making a change or deciding to, you know, reinvent yourself, it takes time. It also takes a lot of courage a lot of patience, a lot of self-love, a lot of faith, because there's going to be times when you're like, oh no, why am I doing this? Or sometimes you're forced to make a decision, right? And so you want to say to yourself, okay, this is a part of transformation and I am going to get somewhere. Where is that place I want to be? Because that's where you'll be at in that integration stage where everything will come together in this nice little bow. But I want to warn you that as life continues to happen, all of these stages will come back. I believe that 
change and transformation is a part of life on a daily basis. But now through this, if you embrace change and transformation, you will get to where you need to be, but you will also release others from the box that society puts them in, that we put people in because it's more comfortable for us. So again, this is Yolanda of Can You See Me? Women, Leadership, and Race. And I, I hope, you know, this was valuable to my listeners out there because I was really passionate about this. And this was stirring in my spirit so much over the past few days. Like, how could people hold this man to something that is their individual transformation? So what if he's been in that job for a year, maybe he laid the foundation and that was his sole purpose for being there, laying the foundation, creating awareness around an issue. Oh boy, y'all, I'm going into a whole nother episode, but maybe his purpose for being in that place is done. And he's completed that. And so now he has paved the way and laid a great foundation for someone else to come in and take what he has created into another level. So again, this is Yolanda Johnson of Can You See Me? Women Leadership in Race. And as you move forward in life, think about the process of transformation and getting to those sweet spots of letting go, re-engaging discovery or self-discovery, gaining clarity. Remember like seeing that path in that, that deep forest and then integrating all of those things together where everything comes together. Think about that. Remember that making change and transformation requires a huge deal of time courage, patience, self-love, and faith. For me, it is a lot of faith. There are times where it is only faith that gets us moving forward, you know? And so think about that as you all go throughout your day, as you make plans for 2023, allow other people to move on. And then you think about what are the changes and the transformations that you need to make in your own life enjoy this day. Thank you for listening. I look forward to continuing to bring more content to all of you. And thank you, thank you, thank you for spreading the word.